Hey, Bill. Yeah, bud. Do you remember that episode? Did you watch Cheaters, first of all? Oh, Cheaters? Uh, yeah. A few times, yeah. Cheaters, cheaters with uh, with Joey Greco? Yeah, yeah. Do you remember the episode? Joey Greco Roman. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Joey Greco Roman Reigns. <laughs> Do you remember the episode where he was um he was on a boat? Exposing one of the cheaters and dude stabbed him. I have heard about it. I didn't actually see it, but I've heard about it. Yes, I recently had to look that up on YouTube. Is uh, he? Be- oh, I'm sorry. Go on. Well, the the reason I had to look it up on YouTube is because uh, uh my girlfriend watch got me watching The Bachelorette a lot lately. Yeah, and there's a dude on there named Chris Harrison <laughs> who is like the host slap. He all right. So he's the host as well as he plays this weird father figure role where like if if one of the one of the uh like the bachelor or the bachelorette like the main character yeah. is having like a hard time chris harrison will show up and like put an arm around oh, them no. and be like are you, are you okay chris harrison is trying to move in yeah no it's t- it's not that at all chris chris like harrison that. is like a neutral okay. like just right. father figure like you can turn to chris harrison <laughs> can i tweet to chris harrison would he probably yes <laughs> okay but the what got me thinking about that is I was wondering if maybe there was a moment where that was happening and one of the contestants just walks up and punches Chris Harrison. <laughs> like, that would be such a betrayal of, like, the sanctity of the, the Bachelorette. Dude, if if someone straight up turned heel on the Bachelorette, I would I would be a fan. Oh, there's a lot of, dude, there's a lot of heel turns is on there? the Bachelorette. Yes, okay. dude. Because I'm kind of into that. I'm kind of into reality TV and, and, and that aspect where it's just it's just it's just fun. Yeah. See, that's it's the Bachelorette. <laughs> I, I'm not the target audience or whatever. Yeah. But uh, we started, or she got me watching this show, and I started seeing it, <laughs> and I was like, dude, this is awesome. Actually, like if you like wrestling and stuff like that, this is the, this is that. Because that's what I always liked about those old like VH1 shows, where it's like everything was so over the top. <laughs> yeah. And ridiculous always. And like 90 Day Fiance. I fucking love 90 Day Fiance. You know, like Millionaire Matchmaker? Yeah, just any... <laughs> I love dumb shit, first and foremost. Yes. That's a big part of my personality. Like, you know, wrestling, all that other stuff. I just love dumb shit. Speaking of dumb shit, welcome to Twitter Sitters. Welcome to Twitter Sitters. I do hope that something like that happens on The Bachelorette, though, because I feel like every great show has had one, like, a monumental stabbing or something oh, like that. Oh, happen. yes. Like, the, the moment it turned the corner and became, like, real. real. <laughs> like, the Attitude Era. Yeah, of- like a... I remember a big one was Degrassi, where JT oh, got stabbed. Uh, but, uh, um, oh, what was his name? Uh, Drake. Yeah, Jimmy. Jimmy got shot before Jimmy that. Jimmy got shot, yeah. Well before that. But this I feel is like stabbing is, like, super personal. Yeah. It, and plus, just who JT was to us. Yeah, he was, like, that, that he character. He was a joker. Yeah. He was a fun dude. I mean, some, a little bit of heavy shit happened with his character, but it was never, like... Yeah, he was... Oh, my God. He was always our light. That's what JT was in our Degrassi world, was 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 our light. And it seemed like just when he was starting to get it together, that Lakehurst asshole yeah, that's the rushed same. in. It was just some rival school. Like, yeah. Listen. Well, their school burned down. Yeah. So they had to... Vacation. Yeah. <laughs> Cohabitation. 
<laughs> Stabination. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, this is a Twitter series. One day we'll have a stabbing. Maybe. Uh, one day. Hopefully. Yeah, we we won't be on the map until we have one good stabbing. <laughs> or like, I, I just spit across the table into, <laughs> into a, like the real world or something. Dude, just straight uh, New York and pumpkin. Uh, a what? Oh, ever, from I Love New York? Yeah. The, the, or the, I Love uh, Flavor Flav? Yeah, the Flavor, flavor of love. love. The spit, the spit heard around the world. <laughs> yes. Pumpkin. <laughs> Oh, my oh God. God, it's Twitter series. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. We've yeah, been, we've been uh, up to some shit. We've been up to some shit. I've been taking a break. <laughs> to oh, be yeah, honest. you have. Oh, wait, like, I'm going to retroactively uh, ask, how are you feeling? Uh, right now, I'm feeling good. Right okay. now, I'm feeling good. I found myself in a position where I just had too many, too many uh, dicks in the fire, so to say. That's what they all say. That's yeah, what, I've, I've definitely heard that a lot. That's that's what gets said. That's what gets said. Just between all the stuff that we're trying to do, the design stuff, I've been working on coding stuff, um, all the normal you know stresses that come with with, with jobs and everything like that. Uh, I either had to have a break or a breakdown. You have been dealing with the dark side of adulting. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Uh, You've been doing a lot. Yeah, but... Uh, I should have taken, a uh, more of a, I don't know. I, I don't really know. I feel like it was, it was good for me, but I feel like I let a lot of people down in the process. No, nah, dude. I, I feel like people should understand that sometimes you just got to take a step back yeah. and just disconnect a little bit. Cause I, I definitely know what that's like. Oh, I've, yeah. I can relate to that. So, uh, I, I wasn't one of the people that was let down. I, uh, I deactivated my Facebook. Okay. Uh, that that was fun. All right. Uh, I still keep the messenger just in case anyone needs anything. It's a good utility. But uh, yeah, I got rid of that. And uh, I just really fuck around Twitter and Instagram now. Listen okay. to Sam Cook and Big Crit. <laughs> yeah, you have been into Sam Cook and Big Crit. I have been into Sam Cook and Big Crit. Uh, ben Cody, I, I wrote a bot that makes D&D characters. I saw that. That was fun. Uh, Force the, the reanimator is a favorite of mine <laughs> that got generated. What was the one you uh, retweeted? Uh, uh, that boy. <laughs> yeah. That boy Remley or something like that. <laughs> uh, I did write one special thing in there with uh, if the first name Tom got picked out, instantly their HP is 5,000. What? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you got to rep for the Toms. Yeah, so I've been I've been having fun. <laughs> okay, with with uh, with that, Ryan, how you been? Uh, it's uh oh, my life has changed a lot. Your life's and, like a uh, hurricane, dude. <laughs> yeah, uh, got in a relationship. Mm-hmm. That's been cool. Hell yeah, been doing a lot of stand up. Get them. Getting on shows. I put your name cool. on stand up flyers. You it's have fucking rad. Yeah, you've been like in behind the scenes. Yeah, I told like, you facilitating. today. I told you today. Every time that I get to put your, I get to type your letters onto a flyer. I feel, I feel great. Oh man, my heart melts hearing that. Man, it's been a lot of fun. Um, we did uh, the first. I don't know if it's the first ever, but uh, the first iteration of of this go round of stand up shows at. Uh, okay bike shop downtown and that was a lot of fun which uh i'm gonna go and put this out here uh i don't know if i've talked to you about this before anyone who's listening if you find yourself at at okay bike shop either for one of these shows or just in general the cow tongue tacos oh cow tongue tacos divine they Mm. are it's good shit 
Cow tongue. It's braised said. cow tongue. They call it like lingua or something like that. Try it. Okay. It comes well, with, with cow tongue, pickled vegetables. You're going to be into tongue. I will say well, that much. I might have to put some music over it. Uh, but that, that's good. <laughs> you like what I did there? Yeah, like, that was good. We brought it back. We brought yeah. it back. Um, oh, we were talking about me. Oh, yeah. I, I You know, um, some just some personal family stuff I've been dealing with. And, uh, you know, just some, you know, financial frustrations and all that. Yeah. But um, I actually wanted to get into something that happened uh, at an open mic that I was at recently. Ooh, okay. Where this came up, actually, because someone had asked me, you know, uh, what's been going on with Twitter sitters? I need something to listen to, you know, when I'm driving such and such where. And I was like, oh, that's that's flattering. We actually just had to take a... Uh, Little little break because we you know we've been dealing with some life shit and a comedian that I was not like I haven't been introduced to I've never met him mm-hmm. he's an older guy but he turns around and is shared to face us and he's like oh you guys you have a podcast uh, what's it called and I tell him about it and all that and then I just reiterate it like yeah but there aren't any like new episodes because we've been on a break yeah. you know dealing with life shit and all that. And he goes, oh, yeah, you know, your 20s is so hard. And I just like because everyone else in the room knew me. So there was just a silence Ooh. in the room. And I'm like, I'm, I'm not in my 20s. And he starts to apologize. And I just get up. And it's like, I'm just going to go get something to drink. And because I didn't want. Okay. This is an open mic. I'm trying to be, you know. Yeah, you're trying to be level headed. Cool. Yeah. I didn't want to go off on this dude because fuck you. Yeah. Like you have no idea what I'm going through. You have no idea what Bill's going through. Yeah. You have no idea about any of this. Yeah, all that's true. Uh, <laughs> all that is uh, a fact. I would say that yeah. he doesn't know anything. But, you know, people in their 20s go through, they can go through anything that anyone else does. Uh, I would say your 20s are, are, hard for specific 20s related reasons because like now you're being treated as a grown adult and thrown out into the grown adult world and you have fewer tools to deal with these things being like 20 or 30 or anything like that you don't have aarp watching your back okay you don't have you you don't have (laughs) anything like that you're kind of out out there surviving and everything like that uh so sorry man man at the bar (laughs) nameless man in the story nameless faceless man yes afghan cop i i appreciate your concern for how my life is going it's gonna be way better not knowing you yes (laughs) i feel i don't know this man i don't know why i'm saying this i mean i've I've seen him around but i've never spoken to him do you think i can take him in a fight uh i think we can take him in a fight (laughs) (laughs) i think think we put our minds together i will to be fair with our powers combined i I feel there's very few people we can't take in a fight oh yeah dude we we go for the eyes and the balls yeah you're unstoppable we move mountains we poke those mountain eyes slap those mountain balls we can invade our own like we we got this ourselves (laughs) imagine a voltron was was two people. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna say imagine Voltron, but stronger. <laughs> no, we're on the same level as Voltron. Five people Voltron. We're on oh, the same okay. level as five people Voltron. So uh, we're like, uh, I like those odds. <laughs> kind of people. 
<laughs> Bill, what you wearing? Oh my god! I right now, Ryan. I am in all my twenty-something problems. Yeah, I'm. I'm here. I'm humble. Yeah, I'm. I'm dressed. I'm dressed in in, in rags. They're good rags, but they're rags. Like, okay. It's a uh, an outfit with uh, Gucci wash rags stitched together in kind of a in kind of a funky jumpsuit type situation. Patchwork is the best way I put it. Oh yeah, clashes of different colors, and I'm just downtrodden. Yeah, I got bags under my eyes. I got I got I got bags on my on my feet. Those are my shoes. Bags, and I got a yeah. sign, and it says, "Chris Harrison, please help." <laughs> oh, my, oh no, Chris Harrison, if you're out there, if anyone can get this message to Chris Harrison. If anyone needs a platonic father figure in their life right now, who's not going to try to fuck me? <laughs> I don't know why people waste their time praying to God when they could just <laughs> email Chris Harrison <laughs> and get better results. I think Chris Harrison has, he feasts on the the sorrows and he the feasts frustration. On, he feasts. He needs this. He needs this. I would love to be Chris Harrison's buffet. What if that's <laughs> what the Bachelor slash Bachelorette was? <laughs> just an like, avenue yeah, for front <laughs> Known vampire Chris Harrison to feast <laughs> off the emotions <laughs> of these young people. <laughs> Welcome to the Bachelorette house. <laughs> You're probably wondering why you've been chosen to meet me here today. Do you feel like Joey's not into you? Would you talk to me about that? Oh my god. I'm here for you. <laughs> he slowly puts his arm around their shoulder. <laughs> and then he does the fucking Michael Jackson throw like that. <laughs> <laughs> Next week on The Vacherette, I eat her soul. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. (laughs) That being said. What you wearing? Oh, God. Uh, So do you remember that DMX song? Yes, I remember all every DMX song. I did that whole trailer on DMX. Oh, yeah, you did. (laughs) Uh, Go look that up for those that have not seen that. Um, But there's a DMX song where he goes... uh, I got blood on my hands and there's no remorse. I got blood on my dick because I fucked the corpse. (laughs) Do you remember that song? (laughs) Well, I I like the uh, the DMX album cover. Am covered in blood. Perfect. For reasons I I, I, I'm not sure yet. It hasn't been disclosed to me, but I was just told I have to be covered in blood, and I feel like. Uh, this is full of references. Have you seen? <laughs> have you played Metal Gear Solid Five? I absolutely have played Metal Gear Solid Five. Well, there's a character in it named Quiet. Yep. Who is a scantily clad uh, sniper, and yeah. the reason that they that they give to justify having her be butt naked and sexual as fuck the whole time is because she she like breathes she her skin. breathes through her skin like photosynthesis <laughs> like a plant which makes sense right <laughs> in this semi-realistic universe but semi yeah because i mean we've seen stranger things in metal gear solid 5 there's been some fucked up things i guess yeah. a person breathing through their skin is probably the least offender well what i'm trying to say is i think that i'm i'm Getting sustenance through my skin. Okay. A known vampire, Ryan Adams. 
Except I don't except I don't bite because that's gross and you get infections and shit and I don't like it. Yeah. So I just rub the blood on my skin. <laughs> I always wonder if like more civilized vampires like have like blood ceviches instead of just did you sucking. See, did you see the uh post where uh this bull <laughs> was uh was licking a frozen block of blood <laughs> to beat the heat. Wait, no. I thought you were talking about the ice cream lady. No. no oh, no, no. No, no, no. We could talk about the ice cream lady. But no. I, we, have, we have lots of stories to get to, though. Yeah, that is true. Oh, God. Oh, that, that is what I'm wearing, though. Uh, nothing else but naked. Oh, that and the, um, you know, all white Air Force Ones. <laughs> now. I'm ve- very careful not to get any blood on those, though. Well, yeah, you can't. Because then you got to throw them away. Yeah, they got to get, get, get new ones. Yeah. Uh, Keep it, keep keep the forces forcing. <laughs> Some of those that wear forces. <laughs> uh, speaking of Metal Gear Solid, before we get started and everything, if Quiet is kind of in the middle spectrum of weird shit in Metal Gear Solid, what's the worst offender? Do you feel like uh, the, the worst? Oh, it's it's not so much a specific person. It's just those out of nowhere comedic moments okay. in Metal Gear Solid. Like, for instance, when um, the end. Do you remember the end? Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. A, another sniper of 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 myth. <laughs> he's he's an incredibly old man who also also yeah <laughs> can, can uh, feed through so- photosynthesis by that's, just. But sitting. that's because of his suit, so that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> but the thing is, uh, when he dies, he like bug eyes and like explodes and it's <laughs> it's like why um yeah shit like that uh, what what do you got i think it's kind of in, in the same vein as that but it's the over-the-top sexual moments that get interplayed yeah like you'll be in this heavy deep ass conversation about nano machines and like the fifth reich coming and like you press the l1 button and snake is just looking at tits <laughs> and like snake there's a yeah. mission you really need to focus right what now. are you doing please <laughs> it's imperative that you focus right if now if you don't succeed in this mission <laughs> in this universe i die yeah get your head in the game <laughs> i should already be dead <laughs> considering you're looking at titties while the like <laughs> briefing is happening <laughs> all right i'm glad we, i'm glad we got that oh snake resolved fucking solid snake we are not gonna restart ever. oh we've got an update for you I don't know if I hit okay if it's going to restart. No. Another time. Bye. Cool. Oh, we got stories, dude. Yeah, we got some stories. Why don't you uh, lay one of those sweet stories upon my my lap? Well, Bill, it's 2019. It is 2019. That is what year it is. 2019 o'clock. That is is (laughs) what time it is on the clock. And uh, things are are changing. Yeah. You know, uh, perspectives are are changing. You know, uh, trying. Yeah, generally. We're trying to change hearts. Uh, also, language is changing uh, to try to be more inclusive. Um, we have an article here from KATV News Twitter. Cat uh, five at, at Cat V News. <laughs> Cat five. Cat vagina news, which ironically is ABC seven. Ooh, but <laughs> but anyway, it's on it's on your side. Oh wow, on your side. Your because it's underlined, so you know. <laughs> Your they're standing stand beside you. They say uh, in California, she and he will be will be replaced by they. The words manpower and manhole will become workforce and maintenance hole. Now, right off rip, 
uh, this immediately spells problems for the hit band She and Him. Yeah, out of California, they're just gonna be they, they and they. Yeah, it's. I mean, <laughs> um, instead of my two dads, it's just gonna be <laughs> all those people. It's gonna be <laughs> they. <laughs> yeah, every every piece of media, they. And you want to be inclusive, which is a, a a good sentiment. I feel. Yeah, it's it's a, a their hearts are in the right place. I mean, sort of. I'm always, I'm always because that's one of the fun things about language is that it changes. It's versatile. It goes through these transformations where we don't talk how people talked ten years ago. Yeah, we don't talk how people talked like five years ago because really. we don't feel how people felt. Yeah, then. things things have happened. Like lang- we've learned. Language hopefully. is a byproduct of whatever's happening in that world. Language changes to kind of shape that. Like yes. I'm, I'm fascinated by by slang and just everything that comes up that people just make up. I don't have a problem with this because I feel like it's, it's going to change. It's going to change whether I want to or not. It, it's going the way of a uh, calling a waitress a server. Instead, yeah. or calling a uh, uh, stewardess, know, like a uh, flight the, attendant. Yeah, mailman, mail carrier. Instead, yeah, it's like that. Except, uh, I have a differing uh, viewpoint when it gets down to like manpower and man uh, uh, manhole. Mm-hmm. This is not. I, <laughs> hear me out here I, I, I got you while i understand they are trying to make language more inclusive like this is this is a a good sentiment Ch- making it the the words manpower and manhole are not they're not holding down <laughs> women like they're not like this isn't the kind of inclusivity we're asking for like <laughs> you changing this isn't doing anything now, I can kind of get manpower, is because that insinuates a verb of people. I feel like yeah, or a type of of attitude that you like. Oh, we we need manpower on this one. Yeah, manhole. I think can go either yeah, way. It's fine. No like, one. I think ideally, no one's fucking with manholes. Yeah, that and like when. When someone says, oh, uh, it's by the manhole, there's no gender, like, there's nothing about gender, like, in that. It's like, oh, that, everyone knows what a fucking manhole is. (laughs) Which makes, I I wonder what the background of manhole is, how, how that word got to be that word. But what, the fact that you don't know, and, and if you said that no one would fucking know, is the point to me. So, I don't know. That, that's how I feel. Now, on a, a kind of similar vein of things. I know one word. I do know one word's background. Oh, yeah? Avocado. Uh, yes? Now, avocado, and I, for, I forget the exacts, but it comes from an old root word for testicles. Oh, God. Because they kind of look like fucking balls. Avocados are balls. Um, they're plant balls. So what do we rename avocados in that case? If they're named after testes. Oh, ooh, that's a good question. I don't know if we can. Avocados are just... It, it seems ubiquitous. It, it, it seems like that's just what that is. Yeah. I don't know. That's a good question, Bill. What about, How do we make avocados more inclusive? What about... um? What if we make a new word 
We just make a f- new fantastic word for them. What's what's Spanish for severed eyeballs? That's what we should call them. That's because they're kind of like severed eyeballs, right? Are they kind of like severed eyeballs. Yeah. How? Other than the fact that they're delicious, <laughs> I don't. I don't fucking now, know. Coming from known vampire Ryan Adams. <laughs> yes, I understand why you think the eyeballs are delicious. Vampire expert Ryan Adams. <laughs> um. You know, I'm just spitballing. You know, I don't <laughs> really have. Um, I was thinking maybe. Uh, oh, what you had an idea? I'm gonna call him Parappas. Parappas, because I feel like that's something everyone can, can get behind. Oh yeah. And plus, it also brings in the possible franchising of Parappa the Rapper, Parappas. And I would just enjoy that. I, I think you just created a billion dollar industry. I th- I think just. Don't hold me to that. If you don't make a billion dollars, don't blame me. <laughs> you said I would make a billion <laughs> you come dollars. My, you come into our room and just slam a bunch of tables on the on the on the the table. I only have five million. <laughs> That's not enough. I was promised billions. <laughs> you made a <laughs> you made a bargain with me. It's time to collect on your wager. <laughs> What else we got on the docket? Uh, yeah, let's today. go further deeper into the they hole. Let's oh, the they hole. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna give give fucking waist deep in a they hole tonight. Yeah, dude. let's 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 call this segment into the they hole. Into the they hole. Newsflash, Ryan. Yes, Leonardo DiCaprio is a predatory creep. All right, predatory, pre- predatory, not predatory. So that is the content of a tweet that you just showed us. Uh, uh, it's at. Shana Lala, Shana underscore? Lala, yeah, Shana Shana Lala underscore Shana Lala, underscore, yeah, with a uh, kind of a kind of a kind of a funky cat face, yeah, a cat with attitude, yeah, <laughs> C W A, yeah, <laughs> and uh, this person's got opinions. Uh, they've posted here a graph, and before we get we get started, honestly, top notch work on the on the on the data. Here. Yeah, it's 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 displayed very clearly. Yeah, in a got, way that it's the the idea that they're trying to express. It's got gets appealing. Across. It's got appealing an appealing color scheme. The data is very transparent. Oh yeah, uh, and it's and it's clear what they're trying to present. Right? What are they trying to present? Uh, what we have, you know, it's a a standard graph, uh, line graph where the uh, the x axis is time mm-hmm. usually, and the the y axis is age. Yep. And the one, uh, the one steady, uh, you know, upward motion line is Leonardo DiCaprio's age. So it just goes from twenty four to forty four, consistent, consistently. Which is very interesting because this is not how I thought that was going to go. Oh yeah, I, I thought for sure there was it was going to go down and then a little bit up and back down. Oh, because he's a known vampire. Because known vampire Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> yes. never changes in looks. Yeah, and he can always uh, gain youth just whenever. <laughs> Why can't he gain youth? What's this other part? Well, well, uh, well, he keeps getting older, and uh, uh, we have bars at the bottom. These are not lines. Got bars? Yeah, he, we got bars on here. <laughs> That represent the ages of his, uh, his, uh, what do you call them? Girlfriends? Yeah, we can call them girlfriends. I don't think any of them uh, were, were fiances. Lovers. Maybe. Yeah, lover, partners. Uh, you know, life companions. Okay. And we have the Soulmates. earliest. Soulmates. That we do. 
we <laughs> we have the earliest starting at 18 and it looks like it never goes any older than 25 25 looks like the cutoff as far as what he's he's willing to to partner up with right yeah well, uh, for example uh 1999 leonardo dicaprio dating girl named uh giselle bunchen known uh model not vampire <laughs> no, no not vampire yes, i would a, say a supermodel even uh 18 when they started dating which he's 24 already yes uh, already a little bit of a difference there mm-hmm. um they date up until 2004 when she is 23 relationship ends and he's 29 now he's 29 2005 new relationship starts with bar raffelli or raffel i can't read that relationship goes to 2010. How old is she in 2010? She is 25. The relationship ends. Next relationship. Okay. Blake Lively. That looks like just one one-off relationship. Just one-off relationship. 23 relationship ends. Next relationship. Aaron Heather- Heatherton. 22. 22 relationship, relationship ends. ends. Next year, new relationship. Tony Garn. Two years. Relationship okay. ends. Yeah, she's uh, 20 to 21, it looks like. Sorry, I'm bending my head yeah, to look at the... Yeah, we're in uh, kind of a weird limbo area here. Yeah. Relationship ends. Next relationship, Kelly Rohrbach. Now, he jumps directly to a 25-year-old. And it It ends, ends because he can't... He, he knows he's only got a limited time to yeah. spend with that one because she's going to be 26 soon. It, it was the sweetest. He made it the sweetest year of his life because he yes. knew that was the only year he was getting with her. That's the love of his life right there because <laughs> that's the one where he was like, I don't care that you're 25 and your expiration date yeah. is up. Apparently. We got to make this. We got to make this time count, baby. Yes. That's, that's the one he always looks back on. For, like, that, that, that's <laughs> the one in his snow globe <laughs> by his, his, his nightstand. Relationship ends yes he had to let that one go he had to let it go next year 2016 nina agdahl these last names man yeah i don't know who any of these people are um date two years relationship ends how old is she 25 25 you, it doesn't go over 25 because you know we're a trend is emerging or has emerged already final girlfriend F- final girlfriend <laughs> leonardo's age at the beginning of the relationship 43 Final girlfriend's age, 20. Yeah, we haven't been keeping up with how old Leo is, but you can... Uh, he was 24 at the start of all this. Yeah, 24, and he has gone up incrementally each, like, <laughs> like this is year after year. Right. So he is now in his, his mid-40s. So we have the data in front of us. Yes. What are your thoughts? What, what, <clears throat> what ideas do you take away, or do you think that people might take away from this data? Well, I can only speak for myself, or actually I can speak for other people because they've spoken for themselves in this article, uh, in the comments, at least. Um, some, And I, I am of two minds because, number one, yes, it is weird. Personally, for me, for someone who is decades older than their, you know, targeted partner, yeah. like, I don't understand <laughs> what you relate about. Like it, it feels like the relationship has to be about something else because you're not connecting yeah. on. Like, think about it this way: these girls may have grew up watching SpongeBob. Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio did not. Absolutely not. He <laughs> his career predates SpongeBob. Yeah, he couldn't even get a role on SpongeBob. No, <laughs> never. <laughs> and, which is, of course, it's weird. It it 
It reads a little creepy, okay. I would say. But on the other hand, <laughs> the these are all adults. That is these true. These are all adults making adult decisions that they want. It it would be an issue if the if the ages in these graphs drop below 18. <laughs> I w- I, there was one real weird yeah, year for <laughs> that would be an issue. <laughs> These are young adults, but adults at the same time. It's like when you... Uh, mm, see, this could get difficult. I'm going to try to explain this the, the way it actually is in my head. You telling these girls that they are too young to be with Leonardo DiCaprio is like robbing them of their own agency. Okay. Yeah. To me, that. it's like they want to fuck Leonardo DiCaprio... And they're old enough to make that decision for themselves. Yeah. So, so let them. Let's just be completely honest and transparent here. Um, what is this? 44-year-old Leonardo DiCaprio, he's still a fucking snack. And that's part of what that's part of what is difficult about this, because I don't want to say this and assume that, that is what is that's what's on these people's hearts, but that's what it looks like to me. It looks like it's just a bunch of like women that are older than this mad because he's is still pulling young you know yeah yeah because because he's he's not going for them yeah he's going for younger people to say to say it's creepy i'm gonna say it's not wrong it's just none of your business now that's where i stand i do think that it's creepy but not for the age reason what, what what are you thinking? At the bottom of this graph, people, um, unless they go and find this graph, um, they do not have uh, the opportunity that we do here. One thing that you notice about all these women, granted, they're in a little bit of a blue tint because of the graphing. Oh, I see where you're going. They all look exactly the same. He's got a type hardcore. He has a type. So what this says to me is that before all this, before Leonardo DiCaprio was 24 years old, yeah. What happened? <laughs> I don't know. Who was the girl and what happened to make this his next two decades on this planet? I don't know, man. I haven't seen this movie yet. Or maybe I have. It's called uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Because isn't that what happens? <laughs> like, I, Maybe. In the lore of Fifty Shades of Grey, uh, Christian Grey, who is the gray one, uh, he fucking, he goes the after- The gray one. Yeah, the gray one. <laughs> he goes- the wheels, the whip. <laughs> he goes, Welcome to my pleasure room, the studio. My mind palace. Do your tricks for me, Twitter sitters. Yes, dance. <laughs> dance. <laughs> Fucking Christian Grey goes after women who are like brunettes, uh, certain like facial structures, certain, certain build, because of the woman who abused him. Like in his childhood, oh, okay. so he's finding like it's it's kind of a thing connecting to that. Like he has to 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 know abuse, quote unquote, her women. Yeah, By that proxy. remind him of yeah. So that's what maybe I'm thinking with oh, Leo. Man. See, I thought it was a lost love situation, but maybe, maybe it's a it, it's a far darker scenario. Oh, we'd have to we'd have to have him on the show, Leo. Leo, you can talk to us and special guests, Doctor Chris. Harrington, Harrison, Harrison, Dr. Chris Harrison. Respect on the name, dude. (laughs) Um, One frightening thing about this is apparently these women do not get any older. (laughs) (laughs) Their story is done. (laughs) And then stopped. Yeah. Known vampire, Leonardo DiCaprio, 
has drained them of their life force. <laughs> and maybe that's the darker scenario of all this. Yeah, it, it starts dark and gets darker. They are not lovers, not soulmates, but meals. S- snacks, even. Snacks. A snacky snack. My God. Looking like a whole meal. <laughs> what have we unfolded here? It's, it's all perfectly legal. <laughs> so in yeah. what way is he a predator? Hold on, where is uh? <laughs> That's, what... <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing I like about these Hollywood girls, man. I get older, they stay the same. All right, all right, all right. Where's where's the one uh, reply to this that I was showing you earlier? It's uh... it, it's it's pretty much my second argument in a uh, nutshell. Oh, okay. Hold on, could you could you could you hit the sound on that for us? Hey, what's uh? Mm. Oh. Oh. Uh, oh. Uh. Stay mad. Now, I don't know uh if you, if you guys could pick that up, but that was a famed rapper uh Famous Dex. Uh in the wise words of Famous Dex, he said uh hose mad. Hose mad. Hose mad. <laughs> And uh, that's that's kind of what I took away for for part of this. Welcome to my chamber. It is me, the mad hoe. <laughs> uh, hoes could indeed be mad. Hoes could indeed be mad. This is true. I'm kind of mad too. Oh, you're mad? Yeah, I've clearly no. missed my chance with this man. Oh wait, are you mad? Or are you mad? Mad? <laughs> I'm triple. You- I'm triple double mad. <laughs> are you, you tripping? <laughs> Oh man, no one says no one asked me that anymore. No one asks if I'm tripping anymore. I I'll be that person for you, Bill. <laughs> Thank I'll you. I'll be that. <laughs> oh my god. Uh oh, what else? Oh, oh now, this. Yeah. Okay. Now we have kind of or I have kind of a history with with this particular one. Uh this is a story about sixty six year old Jerry Foxhoven. Foxhoven. Of, That's a strong last name. It is a I remember I played Little League Baseball, right? Yeah, of course you did. There was this kid named Bradley Hoven. And Bradley Hoven, he, he was he was dumb as rocks. He probably is still dumb as rocks. Shouts out to uh, Bradley Hoven. <laughs> but this kid could fucking p- pitch like a monster, and he was terrifying. Oh, fuck. Uh, just because that, that name Hoven. I feel like that imbued his arm with some kind of like mythological power. I'm just imagining the that jersey. That he could hurt me. That just says Hoven. Hoven. Yeah. That's power right there. <laughs> so 66-year-old Jerry Foxhoven, he uh, was like a manager, some sort of high-ranking position in the Human Resources Department okay. for the government of Iowa. So he's the dude. He's the line. He's the man of the HR department. Yes. Fired. Oh. Fired. Kicked onto the street. The cold well, no, main streets hold, of Iowa. Hold, hold on now. I'm pretty sure they didn't kick this man onto the street. <laughs> They tore off his clothes and paraded him down Iowa Street. <laughs> they threw shit at him and rang a bell and said, shame. For what, you might ask? I did ask. For what? After bombarding employees with emails about Tupac Shakur. Now, hold on a second. Tupac Shakur. Uh, is <laughs> Tupac Shakur. I love Tupac Shakur. <laughs> Now, did he bombard them with email? Like, was he just just re uh, retweeting? Uh, what's the email version of retweeting? Uh, forwarding. 
It was he just forwarding a chain emails about Tupac? I guess like so. Tweety Bird dressed up as Tupac or something. <laughs> now the reason I have some history is because at some point I talked to you about releasing a diss album aimed only at Tupac. It was Tupac and Biggie. Oh, that's right. And we were just gonna diss them. Um, we made a lot of. We almost made a lot of bad decisions <laughs> when we were a rap group. Yeah. There's there's a, there's a questionable piece of the paper floating out there somewhere. We wanted to be funny at all costs. God forbid anyone ever find. I am so glad of none of that got released in in this day and age. <laughs> we're different people now. Yeah, we're far wiser than we I, were back then. I will say this: the Etika stuff changed how I look at things. Oh, uh, R.I.P. Etika. On a serious note, by the way, yeah. that really fucked with me. Absolutely, he meant a lot of things to a lot of different people. Oh yeah, uh, that that clip of the smash reveal will go down in history yeah. for as one of the greatest videos in I, internet history. I honestly would not be surprised if it ends up in like library of Congress, yeah, type, some, type some kind like of record. So old Foxhoven gets fired for blasting out emails about Tupac Shakur so, to the Iowa government. This man is a Tupac fan. I'm guessing, right? Yes. Like his heart is in the right place. He loves Tupac and he just thinks that Tupac is an inspirational figure that people can learn from. He's just down with Pac. Yes, absolutely yeah. down with Pac. Uh, this first tweet in this thread uh, about the event, he told colleagues he was inspired by lyrics that included, it's time for us as a people to start making some changes. That's just the way it is. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's not wrong. <laughs> There was a, a tweet somewhere in here that I saw before, but they were like, I hope that as he was being let out of the building, <laughs> he's, he's, he started singing, all eyes on me. I thought you were going to say, like, as he was being let out of the building, he just spit out a camera <laughs> like Tupac did, or like walk out of the courtroom like George Jefferson. <laughs> Tupac was a legend, dude. He's not wrong. I'm sorry. So this man has some support, obviously, because people... Like that positive attitude, that positive attitude that old Fox was was bringing to this. Yeah. See, that's the story about that. All right. Now, this fine person, Tim Mack, Tim K. Mack. At Tim K. Mack. At Tim K. Mack, went through and actually made a Freedom of Information Act request (laughs) to get these emails. Oh, so we got the emails. We got the mails. Oh, we got the receipts. So we got some emails here that... Straight from the desk of Jerry Foxhoven. <laughs> Are we reading this whole thing? You've already received my email reminding you that this Sunday is Father's Day. I'm sure you're. I am sure that you're already aware that this Sunday, June 16th, is also Tupac's birthday. <laughs> I'm sure you're aware. <laughs> yeah, we don't even have to say. He's marching on the calendar up front. Everyone knows he would be 48 today if he were alive. So of course, I will be celebrating both Father's Day and Tupac's birthday. I hope oh, you all man. enjoy the day as well and take the time to enjoy one of his songs. Hard to believe he's been gone almost 23 years. Here's an inspirational quote by him. Pay no mind to those who talk behind your back. It simply means you're two steps ahead. Nice. See, this is positive. It's it goes positive. on. Followed by a, a big picture of Tupac. Yes, there, it's the picture from the, uh, um, which video is this? Uh, Keep your head up video. Oh, yeah, that's a good one, too. Um, And it goes on, and he says, uh, Oh, and by the way, on his birthday, I will have finished my second full year of serving as your director. These two years have flown by, 
It has been an absolute honor to lead such a dedicated and committed group of people. Thanks for all you do. And and then it's like his little uh, font signature. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry signature. R. Foxhoven. Now, right off rip, I like this dude. Yeah, he's... This is uh, he would be one of my favorite people in the office. Yeah, for for a, a number of different reasons. Um, my ex girlfriends can acclaim to the fact of the amount of times that I've tried to comfort them with lyrics from Kanye West songs. <laughs> oh my god, did they ever notice? <laughs> yes, after oh, a while, <laughs> yes. uh, especially with, with one because because I was straight up like. Did you say Kanye West in the lyrics? I know that this is hard right now, but. There's this lyric from this Kanye West song. Like, it's oh, a you fucking tell scripture them? thing. Yeah. <laughs> as, as, we, as we look to the word <laughs> on college dropout. <laughs> oh, my God. Are there more emails? There are more emails. There are more emails. Because they, they use the word uh, bombarded. Uh, in an email to all of his staff in the, at the Department of Human Resources. So he's sending this all out to everybody. This is this is a, a CC all yes sorry i'm not down with uh with all that also here's a good old picture of him this is this is what his uh his actual email signature looks like it's picture him behind a desk you know he he looks like he books wrestling in memphis in the 80s i'm surprised he doesn't have that tie tied around his forehead (laughs) like like his hero Pac. uh he's the director of the department of human services for iowa or he was well, he, <laughs> before. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Uh, and people in the office liked it. Hello, yeah. Jerry. I'm Kathy, a psychologist on staff. Thank you for the inspirational quote from Tupac. Yes. Spelled two P-A-C. What do other people have to say about it? Um. Uh, it looks like... Uh, I mean, he's, it looks like he's getting more support. Yeah. That's Yvonne. what I'm looking at. Yvonne loves it. Great to be on a team of people who care. And then popped another Tupac quote right at him. He's created an office culture. He says, have a great weekend. Great to be on a team of people who care. And uh, it, 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 it doesn't let you know that we're going into a Tupac <laughs> no. quote. But I can tell <laughs> they, they by what tried to plagiarize this. I can tell by what is written here that this is a Tupac quote. He says, uh, he just goes right into this. It's, it's like, <laughs> like, return, return this. <laughs> uh <laughs> <laughs> we don't need no more rappers. We don't need no more basketball players, no more football players. We need more thinkers. We need more uh, scientists. We need more managers. We need more math- mathematicians. We need more teachers. We need more people who care. You know what I'm saying? We need more women, mothers, fathers. We need we need more of that. We don't need any more entertainers. <laughs> Tupac Shakur. Now, don't pay attention to that last part. You need us. All right. No, I was going to say, like, uh, Twitter. you definitely need Twitter sitters. Tupac, we're coming for you if you keep that shit talk up. Yeah, we're going to release that diss we did about you and Biggie. <laughs> now, Fox Ovid even offers lessons. People ask about Tupac's name because some people refer to him as Tupac with the letters. Some people refer to him as the number two. Yeah, I, I pointed out earlier that the lady uh, re- re- spelled it two P A C. Yeah, which is some people refer to him as Tupac Shacker. Yes, Tupac Shacker. Uh, Jerry Foxhoven with the knowledge. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's formally Tupac. <laughs> however, oh, by the way, however, he is often referred to as Tupac with the number 
Or even just Pac. Yeah, if, if you know him well enough, you could just call him Pac. <laughs> and just read that sentence while looking in this man's face, please. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we have the same picture that we were looking at earlier. It's If you've ever seen a stock photo of a, of a businessman sitting at a desk, it's that. Jesus. I, th- I thought it was Tupac. T-H-O-T. <laughs> He thought it was Tupac. Jerry Fox, a proud member of the Thought Patrol. Oh, God. And it's just tons and tons of instances of people appreciating this man. I don't know why you wouldn't. Jerry gives career advice to a subordinate and quotes changes. Here's a line from Pac that inspires me at the Department of Human Resources. That's a sentence no one said. You know what's cool about this guy is here's a guy who has found what works for him. Yes. Here's a guy that he has his life figured out in ways that people probably never will. Absolutely not. Like no, he he knows what's up. He's got his job in HR. He's got his Tupac quotes and he's making it work for him. That's he's letting it gas him up. Yes. To get to where he wants to go. Some people will never have an open enough mind to you know, find the thing that they that really tickles their fancy. He looks at all the at the government of Iowa trying to bring him down. And he, he's saying to himself, I can let these dream killers kill my self-esteem <laughs> or use my arrogance as esteem to power my dream. Kanye West. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting on the, the quote credit <laughs> at the end. And eventually, Tim Mack has gotten in touch with Jerry and there will be an interview has not happened to my knowledge yet. We'll be checking back in on it. Oh, uh, so, so we got to keep tabs on this. We got to keep case. tabs and people got to support Jerry. Yeah. We got to get out the Fox Hoven gang stand up in a, in a world as, as, as dark and dreary as, as, as ours is, especially in, in the world of government. Um, people like Jerry kind of help us bring humanity back to the whole thing. It, it, I love being reminded that people like Jerry exist. Now, honestly, Jerry could be a fucking scumbag. I don't yeah, know. This is all we know about Jerry. This is the all. This is all we know. But the, I like what I know. Yeah. So he. It, it seems it's one of those things where you can find out one specific thing about a person and just assume a lot of other things about them. Like the fact that he's an HR manager and he loves Tupac and do, is not ashamed <laughs> to tell everyone whether they asked or not. <laughs> probably means he's a pretty chill dude i feel like you i feel like he probably is he probably smokes weed i, w- I would share an l with him. <laughs> i would um i think what needs to happen is he could be kind of the the projection of hope that we all have that, may, that maybe we can make changes in the world and still hold on to who we are as people as long as we don't get fired. As long as we don't get fired. As long as we don't let those stream killers. <laughs> what I'm Holy shit. What, I, what I'm saying is. Foxhoven. 2020. Yes. The that, White House. Ooh. Let's go. And ju- instead of uh, like trade agreements and, and uh, you know, treaties and all that, just send Tupac quotes to like Israel. <laughs> That could calm everything down. Yes, dude. If you want peace in the Middle East, Pac. And if and if and if you do want want things to perk up a little bit, there's some great diss tracks. Oh yeah, it's, it's a mood for every occasion. Easy. It's like the Weezer of the rap world. There's something for everything. Our fofo make sure all your kids don't grow. God damn, it's so fucking good. <laughs> That's why I fucked your bitch. <laughs>
<laughs> That's what it says on the, the Jerry Fox over this fucking email. <laughs> he sends his final email like as he's collecting his things. <laughs> he fucking he walks into the governor's office. Fuck HR as a as a rapper, a crew, and fuck I was label. a stink. I love ISIS. Fuck New York. <laughs> I hate New York. <laughs> Maybe we can get maybe we can get Jerry Fox over into the Advent Children world. Oh please! Oh my God! <laughs> I told you this dude looks like he books Memphis wrestling in the fucking eighties. <laughs> yeah, he's got a name for it too. Oh, uh, what Lord. else is going on? So Ryan, we cover a lot of things on the show. Yes, things uh, we got to keep our eyes on. Things we got to keep our eyes on there because sometimes people aren't what they seem. Sometimes the story develops in. Uh, in a way you wouldn't, you wouldn't see coming. Yeah. So, uh, for for every uh, Jerry Fox oven out there, there's a Shane Morris. Now that name may sound familiar to you, it should, it should. Uh, loyal Twitter sitters listener, because we covered a tweet from Shane Morris before. It was the one about the guy that accidentally did like eight grams of mushrooms, and he went on like a fantastic journey. Right. Yeah. We we uh we took a trip to the uh, Twitter series story corner. With Shane Morris, and we let you all know about his journeys, you know, taking the mushrooms and with uh, T asterisks. Um, yeah, T <laughs> T. Um, he talked to a bird. Now here's some heartbreaking shit. Shane Morris is a liar. Yes, uh, uh, admitted, self-admitted liar. Yes, and even that admittance of being a liar. May also be a lie. Question: Once you're outed as a liar, it's hard what, to recover from that. Yeah, like can you ever be trusted? It hinges everything else. Um, Shane Morris, we talked about one of the stories. He posted another story, another back, another Twitter thread that, style. Yes, another long, long Twitter thread. Tell me about this story, Ryan. Well, the the first tweet he begins it by saying, uh. Y'all want to hear a story about the time I accidentally transported a brick of heroin from Los Angeles to Seattle? I bet. All right, let's do this. All right, so already he's being a little arrogant. Right. He's telling us that we want to hear this story. Now, picture this. Movie-wise, this is shot facing his face, a bright, like, beach behind him. It's sunny. He's saying these words. Y'all want to hear a story about the time I accidentally so-and-so, so-and-so, a thread Smash cut, Shane Morris in a dark gray room, <laughs> light on him, and he says, I lied. I made up the whole thing. Now I'm in huge trouble. Welcome to the blockbuster of the summer. Shane Morris is in huge trouble. <laughs> what I just read to you, by the way, is the uh, the main headline, or the, uh, the, the, the headline of the article mm-hmm. here at uh, the, the medium, yes. medium.com. Uh, it's a it's an article by Shane Morris, the fr- the very horse whose mouth <laughs> speaks this. <laughs> that lion ass horse. Yeah. All right. So, in the article, Shane Morris specifically brings up this story about it. So here's a, a little bit of the story. The story that you just read about two guys finding a kilo of heroin on an epic road trip, selling it, then one of the protagonists going back a year later to sell the van to find a fake and a fake kilo of heroin to a drug dealer? It's a lie. I made the whole thing up. Most importantly, 
I definitely didn't rob an MS-13 gang member. Well, what? Most importantly. Yeah, this is the part that I really need to get across. <laughs> I didn't rob an MS-13 gang member. In retrospect, that's probably the dumbest thing you can write and put on the internet. Uh, scroll up for me, Bill. I, I want to get a little more into the. Yeah. Uh, scroll down. I mean, scroll down. Scroll down. We can do that I'm, too. I'm we got both yeah, options. Yeah, yeah. I got a supercomputer. <laughs> you do. <laughs> he says, uh, "Think about the story you just read for a moment. If I had actually sold a brick of heroin that I claimed I stole from an MS-13 gang member, and they really had my name and cell phone number, I wouldn't be alive right now." I know a few of you are probably thinking. Why? Why would you go go to such great lengths to weave such an elaborate lie? Why come clean about it now? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you should think about your mistakes and where you look for validation in your life, Shane Morris. Why have you decided this, Shane? I, the gray one, may want you to go about your life in a different fashion, so write the article, Shane. For I am the MS-13 gang (laughs) member for which you speak. (laughs) It is I who will (laughs) cap that ass. I will not sleep nor dream nor rest (laughs) until your blood is out on the internet in the form of a Medium article where you take your responsibility for your prickish life, Shane Morris. Which I assume is the email he received that made him write this article. He Uh, he goes on to say, (laughs) three nights ago, I was up late on Twitter and I was in a mood, like you do. I've been in moods. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I ended up telling the world the true story of, true, the true story of how I accidentally ingested eight grams of mushrooms, which we covered. You can go back and listen to that episode. When my friend left a bag of laced candies on a kitchen counter, I really did that. I recommend never eating eight grams of mushrooms. That is good advice, but yeah, I would it, not it, do it's, that. It's it's it, it's fair. You, you should probably not eat eight grams of anything. That seems kind of bad. Not at once. Yeah, not at once. You need to space yourself out. Yeah. You can take it easy on the Captain Crunch. Um, <laughs> Work up from there. Then I decided to one-up myself. I saw how many people were retweeting the mushroom story, and I wanted to see if I could tell an even more outlandish story. Oh, he's getting lost in the sauce. I did it because I wanted to showcase my writing abilities and get attention. There it is, Ryan. So he's basically becoming like a creepypasta writer, <laughs> except in the, the Twitter thread, y'all guess what happened, world. Yeah, yeah. And it only took one story to, uh, yeah. to get him there. <laughs> that was the heroin in his veins, and he just had to and have it again. fucking lost it. Uh, yeah. All of a sudden, he's like running down gang members and like <laughs> pushing heroin and shit. Yeah, some people were not built for internet fame. Like, yeah. um... The dude with the um, Keanu Reeves stuff. What? The guy with the uh, Keanu Reeves stuff. The the one who yelled at the at the fucking E three thing. What happened now? Keanu like, Reeves Keanu... was doing a presentation on cyberpunk. Yeah, I saw that. Guy in and... the crowd yells, "You're breathtaking." Yeah, he is milking that shit for everything. Oh, he is. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Is this like a Ken Bone thing? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's in the very much the same vein. Where people were like, oh, here's a funny looking dude. And he thought people were interested in more than that. But oh, like nobody came. Oh, and I forgot yeah. about that. What a dark page in our history. Yeah. I, I just feel like it's important to know what it is that people are gravitating to, to you for. Yeah. You know, like I feel like if Ken Bone had just been like, ha, cool sweater, <laughs> that would have been cool. But now he's just like. 
Because he, he got all these like flash in the pan sensations, I guess you can call my Ken Bone and the Chewbacca mom like situation and all that jazz. And like, what, what, what is it good for? What does it really do? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Say it again. <laughs> so essentially, what we have here is Shane Morris, as you put it, lost in the sauce. Yes. Which I think we've all been there. I've had lost in the sauce moments. Oh, yeah. We all have. Absolutely. So I kind of recognize where Shane's coming from. Um, but you didn't, you didn't pull MS-13 gang members and drug cartels and shit into it. Well, no. That's because unlike Shane Morris, I'm not stupid. Oh, yeah, that's a big part that's of internet a, that's, fame. That's a big part of it. Essentially, what happened, he types up a diatribe. Yes. We got here the, the, the Morris Manifesto. Yeah, we don't have to read this whole article. But essentially, what happened is he made this claim that he punked MS-13, and he got some backlash. Yeah. Uh, and so he had to take all this stuff back and kind of display this for the internet to see, to ensure to ms-13 that he was coming clean to save his life to save his life <laughs> i would say so yes words. but here's the thing that gets me ryan um i've never seen like a gang twitter <laughs> no I, I i didn't know that gang members were out here in the twitterverse like I, i've seen jack of the box twitter uh, oh yeah wendy's we, twitter we've seen the corporate foods yeah. gang up i've seen social group twitters like the Green Party of of Mobile or whatever, I've seen those. I don't know if that's one in particular. But are, are you asking if there's an official like? Is uh, there an at MS13 like a verified MS13 Twitter yes. account? <laughs> uh, we could look it up. Hold on. Yeah, it's a. <laughs> uh, let, let's see. Or yeah, let's let's race All with right. our phones to see if MS13 has a Twitter presence. Nope. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, they don't. So, I just don't know how feasible it is for uh, MS-13 rapscallions to be leashing. Because, unless I get this confused, I think that the Venn diagram between Shea Morris followers and MS-13 members <laughs> is drastically low. But I think I, I, I think you're, you're underestimating the reach of MS-13, because like, we, I don't know. Like, I'm not, I don't want to get Shane Morris right now. I'm not claiming <laughs> to know shit about MS-13. I'm just a civilian that read this shit. Right. Knowing what I know about gang culture and, like, cartels and shit, eyes everywhere, dude. They they know. What I... They're going to find out. This is... Now, I can, I can kind of understand how they would get to him just on the basis of their their culture as microsoft 13 they're clearly they clearly <laughs> yeah. know how to work computers yes obviously uh they're they're still running microsoft office 2013 oh yeah um they, i feel like they they know what they're doing but i feel like the likelihood of them caring is it seems like they got more important things to deal with i just want to know who told like who showed up to an ms13 like leader and was like yo dog or uh so fool you seen uh you seen what this dude shane morris is saying on twitter <laughs> and yeah. then he cared like at the at the ms13 meeting whenever everyone goes the ms13 <laughs> meeting yeah they meet at the meeting room at, at, at a ihop 
or or actually uh the hacienda courts <laughs> from the goods oh my god so here is I, I haven't read this part i don't know exactly what the backlash was uh he told a story to his weed dealer essentially and he's like why are you casually throwing out that you that you robbed him as 13 wait i, I just want to read specifically sure. like he he's a uh, He's talking to his weed man, and while he's at his house, he's showing him the thread and that it went viral. And his weed man said, and I quote, wait, hold up. Hold the fuck up. Did you actually just casually throw out how you robbed him as 13? Bro, that is the fucking whitest shit I've ever heard in my life. Like, bro, you know me. I used to bang. I know these ni- <laughs> Just as a side note, the, the, the speaker right now is an African-American male. Uh, uh, bro, you know me. I used to bang. I know these niggas. These niggas ain't just gonna murder you. They're gonna make that shit last for six fucking hours. Bro, I don't even know if I can be at this fucking house right now. So, here's the problem. Earlier in this article, Shane says that he wants to be a screenwriter. Yes. I feel like this is how a screenwriter would write a conversation that didn't happen. <laughs> this is, he tarantino this. This does not sound like how people talk. Yeah, there was not a sign outside his, outside his house that said <laughs> dead nigger storage. There was not. Uh, and the narrator voice went off in his head because this is just who this person is. At that moment, I realized I had fucked up. Yep. He's clearly from the internet. Uh, so it goes on. Uh, his his wife is talking shit to him about it. So and so, so and so happens. So actually, I guess no one officially reached out to him. It's just that someone said, hey, maybe don't do that. <laughs> that well, doesn't mean they don't know. Which, honestly, I've gotten that talk several times. Oh, oh the, the you're barking up the wrong tree yeah. <laughs> kind of talk? Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. Either that it's inflammatory or that it's in poor taste. I remember um, when I was younger, this is when I used to live in Saraland. Uh, I was uh, uh, acquiring medication right. from a proprietor of medication. Yeah. An unofficial one, but a, a proprietor. A plague doctor. Yes. I, I was seeing a plague doctor. And um, uh, the friend of mine that I was going through told me that the guy that we were going to, to receive the medication from was part of a collective of a, a brotherhood, if you will. Okay. Um, I'm trying to use professional language. I, I enjoy this. And this brotherhood had, uh, they'll remain nameless, but they had a uh, a way of communicating using their hands. Okay. They called it stacking. And I was like, oh, haha, like this. And I started joking around. like, And he, he like put his hands on my hands and he was like, dude, stop. Please. Don't, don't do that. Don't get caught doing it because they will fuck you up. And I, I felt the fear in my heart. Just, so I can relate to this. Yeah. I mean, everyone in their life at some point has talked shit about someone or something that they should not talk shit about. Yeah. It's like um, everybody want to get bucked till they meet 50 Cent. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't. It, it's it, it's something that I've tried to become better about. Um, to come back. Again, to the um, Attica thing, uh, I made a tweet talking about it. Um, well, some time ago, I wanted us to do an episode on Attica. Um, yeah. Just because I thought, dude's wildin'. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's an interesting topic it's to an discuss. Inter- yeah. Thankfully, you shot it down, which is... Uh, I had a, a, 
I'm not trying to seem like holier than thou, like, oh, I would never touch a tongue, because I've said some pretty vile things on this very platform. But that one was was difficult for me just because of my history as, you know, a game internet personality or whatever. And, like, I started to see kind of the cracks of, like, what it can do to you, Mm -hmm. that kind of, like, internet. Yeah, because you've been in a similar... A similar chair before. Yeah, but his like I'm not like trying to compare my yeah. platform to his. He his was on like a much like exponentially larger level. So I can only imagine the the pressure he was facing. And I was just kind of like, oh, let's not. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, and and after you know news broke and everything. Yeah, I felt bad. And it kind of makes things real. Yeah, it absolutely you know? does. It it it, it 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 puts it in front of you because I was looking at at this man struggle as something interesting and not something tragic as what it was. But on the, on the other side of that, uh, another uh, story recently came out because we're, we were both standup comedians in our, our, you know, our past presence, whatever we we've had an experience with standup comedy. Uh, there is, I wish I knew her name. I would give her a shout out, but, um, she did a joke that's going viral right now about XXX Tentacion. Okay. And yeah. about how he was killed buying a new car with like $500,000 in cash. And they like shot him and stole the cash and all that. And she was saying that like, that's a really horrible story, but it's also great advertisement for Venmo. <laughs> and uh, uh, people got like really upset <laughs> about, Oh, apparently XXX Tentacion's uh, death is, is funny to you. And in, Uh, See, that's difficult for me because, yes, he meant a lot to a lot of people, Mm -hmm. but that's a funny joke. It's a a good good joke. That's a a quirky observation. I I feel like that joke is funnier than it is offensive. Because you're not necessarily saying anything derogatory about him. Yeah. You're not. the, The punchline isn't necessarily his death. Yeah. It's the circumstances surrounding it. And... While that is an observation to make about it, it, it kind of doesn't change my my perspective on it. In that, I realize some like they always say nothing is sacred. I, I be- do believe some things are sacred, but good comedy is one of those things that is sacred to me. Okay, yeah, I can feel that. And uh, it's it's difficult. I. I stand firmly on the side of comedians, but I'm having trouble explaining why. Well, no, I mean, I, I, I think that it's, I think that it's okay, because um, I, I think that the that the whole thing is that nothing sacred, but I think if you're going to broach those topics, then you have to have finesse about it. Yes. And some people don't. Some people don't have that that finesse. I've tried to do things where I don't have the the finesse for it. And I've done things where I do feel like I have the, the finesse for it. Yeah, people have like threatened you oh, yeah. after shows. Yeah, and shit. I've been I've I've almost got into more fights than my body someone with my body should have. I threw an afro pick at someone on stage <laughs> recently. Like <laughs> I was on stage and I threw uh, I I maintained that I tossed it to her and she didn't catch it. And the, the, the narrative became, I threw it at her, which 
is assault, and I'm trying to get away from that. Has, okay. has, has anyone reviewed the Sapruder film of it? Uh, I don't think there was one. <laughs> there's go an, back into the lab? There's an audio recording. <laughs> so what you can hear is the reaction to it and what led up to it. So you can establish motive and like uh, uh, impact and all of that based on that recording. So we could look back on that. Yes, Ryan. Just a simple toss. That's all it was. <laughs> yes. Keep believing that narrative. <laughs> Whatever pick secret you have to hold on to to sleep three hours at night, do so. But remember, it's always behind you. You are never responsible for your own <laughs> actions, Ryan. <laughs> yes. Just a toss. Just a pick. Nothing more now, is it? Sleep, sleep, young <laughs> child. Nothing more will come of this. <laughs> There's a day for you, but not today. That being said, Shane Morris. <laughs> in conclusion. In yeah, in conclusion, Shane Morris, there's a day, but not today. Mm. Actually, what what, uh, what is Shane Morris doing? Yeah, what, what's he up to today? Nah, he's just, is, he's is just, what he says. He's just, nah. Oh, the ASAP Rocky thing. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, fucking that's weird. Going on. The whole ASAP situation is kind of fucked. Because now... Cause now Apparently, from what I read, Donald Trump is negotiating for his release. Yeah, Donald Trump got in con- got got in contact with ASAP Rocky's friend Kanye West. <laughs> is what what I was told. This fucking world riot. Yeah, the the fucking singularity. Like, sometimes you just wake up and you just can't believe shit. <laughs> he is fucking. I swear, every time you wake up in the morning to open Twitter, it's just like rolling the dice. <laughs> <laughs> what word vomit is going to show up on my trending page? Like at this point, I don't know why I let things surprise me. It's <laughs> you just let them surprise me. Like I should expect everything. <laughs> and oh my god. It's not that nothing is shocking. It's hmm. What's the words I'm looking for? I wouldn't put anything past anyone, but it's still just kind of like, what? Whenever I see this shit. It's not like it's bad because I can look at any headline. Like you could just literally just throw darts at words yeah. on the refrigerator, and I would believe it the, because, like, I've seen Stranger Things. The the only question that I ask in my head whenever I read, read uh, headlines now is isn't like, well, what's this about, or like, who was it, or anything like that. It's just what. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only question of the of those five W's that journalists are supposed to get across. It's just the one. Yeah. What? In one H? Huh? <laughs> huh? So, getting off of Shane Morris. It's hot. Oh yeah, it is hot. It's hot down here. Yeah, uh, it's it's the summertime. Summertime, it's and hot. the living's hard. Yeah. <laughs> the living's real fucking hard. Yeah. Contrary to popular belief, summertime the living is, is hard. Um so it's not always hot everywhere. Some places have snow. I'm trying real hard. Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting to see this. how this segue is gonna happen. Why don't you inform me a little bit about what about about oh, what this is? Wow. Okada pose. Okada pose. See, y'all don't even y'all don't even understand how clever that was until I get into what we're talking about right now. Snow, <laughs> a rapper from the '90s, yes, um, released a song called "Informer." Now, I don't know how many people are familiar with this song, but if you're not, I encourage you right now to pause this podcast, yes. listen to that song, and come back to this. I'll give you time. 
Okay, we're back. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. But one thing you might not have picked up listening to that song is the gripping narrative that it weaves. Now, this is something that I wanted to bring up, and it's something that's been I've been curious about for years. Okay. Legitimately. I just have not had a platform to talk about this. You have that now, Bill. We have Snow. Mm-hmm. Informer, right? Yes. Who wins in a fight between Snow and Rico Suave? Rico? Hmm. I've been thinking about this for fucking years. For, hmm. Okay, I feel like both people are underestimated in their, you know, ability to throw down. Yeah. I feel like people look at them as jokes or they look at them as, you know... um, people who aren't really hard okay yeah but what i feel like we're gonna we're gonna uncover in this in this uh breakdown of the narrative is that snow's got bodies snow is hard yeah because i've not read this thread um we took a quick listen to the song before the show just to get a feel for the narrative could not follow it no (laughs) That's why I encourage people to listen to it just to see. Yeah. Because like you, you start listening to the song and like the words he's actually saying are not what you're focused on in the song. <laughs> it can't be. Yeah. There's it, a lot of shit going on. Like it, it's this, it's this terrible, it's this terrible monkey paw of having a, a, a wonderful story to tell, but the channel in which you're, you're telling it is fast forwarded. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's like if, if, if Twista did War and Peace, it'd be like three minutes long. <laughs> yeah. And you just wouldn't hold on to any of that. So what we have here is, is someone who's come through in the clutch to hold our hand through this. Uh, she is at Danielle Radford. She's a, a funny um, personality comedian, you know, internet person, writer. Mm-hmm. that i've been following for a while okay. uh she she says uh i've been informed that most folks didn't recognize the storytelling structure used in snow's hit song informer this thread is not an endorsement of snow informer the city of toronto or the raptors <laughs> <laughs> this is just a distraction from my actual job so informer informer looky boom boom down let's go yes all right all right. So what we're seeing here is kind of a stanza by stanza breakdown of the song Informer by Canadian Bad Boy, the original Canadian Bad Boy, Snow. Yes. All right. Uh, Informer, you know say daddy me. Snow me, I go blame. Blame. <laughs> <laughs> Informer, you know say daddy me, so to blame. Leave him up on down. <laughs> oh my god. Detective Mana say, say daddy me. Snow me stab someone down the lane. A, A licky, licky boom boom, boom down. down. So no. I, so now that I'm seeing it. There's a murder? Yes. Yeah, Snow has been accused of murder. Okay, okay. He stabbed right. someone down the lane. So Detective Man say, my father and me. Yeah. We saw Snow dab someone down on Drury Lane. A licky boom boom, boom down. down. What it, okay. Okay. And uh, she said, Snow is a white dude living in the Toronto projects. Some snitch told the cops that Snow stabbed a man in an alley. Okay. All right. Okay. So let's we'll, we'll, we'll just get that picture. Yes. Snow 
in an alley stabbing. Someone says that they saw. That's the hook. That's the hook. That's that's our main idea. That's the refrain. All right. So here we go. This is the same. Yeah, he, he says it again. Okay. When Snow was detained, a detective told him he was being what he was being charged with. Hey, Snow, we saw you. Someone says you stabbed someone. So you're here in the in the in the Brooklyn Canadian Police. Yeah, tell it to the investigator. <laughs> tell it to your lawyer. <laughs> What was the fucking cop's name from the... Oh, <laughs> fuck. Uh, oh, no. Was it Chrome Dome? Was no, he the cop? No, no Chrome Dome was, was... The judge. Was, was the judge. You were the cop. I'm trying to oh, remember no. who you were. I don't remember. <laughs> you got you... Pull the magic cards. <laughs> You're going to have to go back and listen to that one. Oh, my God. I'm going to listen to that one. Oh, man. All right. Uh... Uh, Licky Boom Boom Down means nothing. It will never mean anything. It holds less cultural importance than whatever, which, (laughs) which was at least one point, which was at least at one point an inquiry into into one's general state of being. So basically, what what she's saying here is, "Licky boom boom down" has no. It's just it's just the noise. Yeah, it's like when Buster Rhymes says something. <laughs> Anything. Yeah, it's, it's just saying something real fast. <laughs> it's like when Buster Rhymes, you know, recants his hopes and wishes. Yeah. It means nothing. <laughs> it's just it's just whatever. <laughs> I did. I actually have uh, over the past week listened to um, Buster Rhymes verse on uh, "Will Get Me Now" quite a bit. Yeah. It's, it's it's fun verse. It's fun. Means nothing. I was gonna say it. It is fun. <laughs> it, it's it's the uh, uh, it's the Joe Satriani of of laser rap. It's it's uh, how I feel about um, uh, was it Dream Theater? Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah like, bands like that where it's like it's very impressive that you're playing notes fast, but like, do you feel anything? God, like, I, are you trying to communicate a feeling or something? It's just such a it's such a weird point in your life that you get to whenever you listen to Dream Theater. <laughs> yeah, because I've been there, like both like as as a younger person, and not even I went through a weird phase last year where I listened to Megadeth a bunch, and I don't know. I don't know who I was. Bill, so did I. For real? Megadeth and Judas Priest. I okay. got really into Yeah. I don't know what it, I don't know what it was. It was like three weeks of just me being like, yeah, rust in peace. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hangar 19, take me there. It just happens, dude. Yeah, just out of the fucking blue. Then it goes away like a fucking phantom. And it's back to Weezer. <laughs> yeah, Weezer and Big Crit. <laughs> she goes on. My my favorite, my favorite boys. <laughs> She's she says, uh, or this is a quote from uh, Informer. Police, uh, them, uh, they come and uh, they blow down me door. <laughs> Why does it sound like Triple H? <laughs> Police, uh, them, uh, they come and uh, they blow down me door. Are you ready? In this business. <laughs> Oh God! One, he come crawl through, <laughs> through me, through my window. <laughs> True, Bill. World of Warcraft troll. Motherfucker. Yeah. They call me the true in my window. <laughs> I speak the true truth. Fucking bullshit. <laughs> so they put me in the back of the car at the station. <laughs> From that point on, me reach me destination. <laughs> God. Uh, what 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 that means is the Toronto police came and blew his front door down and came through his apartment window. 
Okay. This is already a ride. Yeah. So much. This is like four bars in to the, the first verse. Yeah, this is the first. So much has happened. This is the, yeah, this is the first, the beginning of the first verse. Yeah. Is, is this. This seems excessive. I agree, but we're doing it. We're here. Yeah. Where the destination reaching out of the east attention. Where they looked down me pants, looked up me bottom. So, oh no. Oh no. Oh, so snow. They did a rectal exam upon intake. He doesn't seem happy oh, about brother, it. brother, what did they do to you? No. I thought Canada was a nice place they with look, nice people. They looky boom boom down. Oh, that's what it means? <laughs> yes. Oh. Oh no. I can't go to Canada. There's doing things to these people. <laughs> I remember uh me and my friend uh Steven, shouts out to Steven. Uh we were uh we were medicated and we were we were watching uh this this channel called uh, Jubilee on YouTube and they do uh a series of videos where they get a group of like one type like uh Republicans, women, black people, men and like line them up and ask them a question and see where they fall on the spectrum of okay. that question. One of them was uh was felons and throughout the questions they were just given like like anecdotes about being in, in jail and we're like highly medicated. Yeah. So we're looking at it our, our, ourselves and looking at each other and all of a sudden I just go, dude, we gotta not go to prison. <laughs> <laughs> we really gotta not just do that as a point yeah it would be good for us if we did not go to prison three th- three things a whenever you're first describing that that they get like a segment of people from every different thing i i thought it was going to be a ford commercial oh god <laughs> basically yeah uh second thing uh medicaid and drated needs to be on a t-shirt <laughs> yes uh, please dear award medicated and drated <laughs> third th- Third thing, uh, I don't know if you still do the bit where you start off with fellas, fellas, fellas. Uh, I can. You start with felons, felons, felons. <laughs> felons. <laughs> I'm just talking to the felons. I'm talking to <laughs> You tasty bitch. <laughs> I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. <laughs> I forgot about that fucking character. Oh my god. <laughs> hey. Oh. Hey. Hey. Y'all fucking. <laughs> oh god. Okay. All right. So they assaulted Snow, yes. essentially. Uh, he's the victim now. In- uh, <laughs> do you do you want this for me? Uh I'll take it. Okay. Informer? Yeah, no say daddy. Me, Snow. Me, I go blame. This sounds like he's fucking dyslexic. Yeah. This sounds like Charlie from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. A licky boom boom down. Tech a man say me a daddy. Me, Snow, stab someone down the lane. In a licky boom boom down. Informer, yeah, no say daddy. Me, Snow, when I go blame. Snitch takes chorus. I don't actually know what that means. Me neither. It's a repeat of the chorus. Yeah, repeat of the chorus. Repeat the course. Yeah, uh, another one. Still reiterating that a licky boom boom down doesn't mean anything. We beg to differ. That being said, we can move on. <laughs> so bigger them are, they think them have more power. Depon de phone, <laughs> me say that one hour. Uh, Snow is concerned. 
with how the incarcerated are treated by those in power. Damn the man. Are you reading back to see if that's what he actually said? I'm just trying to make any kind of fucking sense out of this word soup. It's uh depend the phone me say that one hour. Did on why is he saying one hour? I don't know. Is it is it is that the like is it the first forty eight, but in Canada's the first hour? They could have to solve a crime? Dude, your guess is as good as mine right now. Okay. All right. But damn the man. Yeah, damn damn the man. I can stand behind that. <clears throat> um me for want to use once and now me call me lover. Lover who me calling and one to me. Mm. Anime lover <laughs> in my heart. No. Down to my belly. That's not what no. <laughs> He loves anime to his core. No. They've taken him from his anime, Ryan. Will stop. They've taken him from his UU hacker show. Stop trying to make anime happen. He's got to get back. Snow uses his one phone call to call the woman he loves. He loves her all the way to his... To his tummy. To his tummy. His belly. <laughs> My tum tum loves you. Yeah, his anime lover. <laughs> his heart down to his belly. She's an anime lover. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yes, say daddy me snow me feel cool and deadly. Yes, the one MC Shan and the one daddy snow. Together we uh, love him. Is a tornado. Oh my god. He keeps calling himself Daddy Snow. Much like this thread, no one asked for this. I don't like the tone she's taken yeah, towards she's our taking boy Snow. Yeah, she's taking a very combative tone towards Snow, and I don't know why. Yeah. Because he's uh, made it clear from this that he's the innocent party. Yes, he's 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 just trying to survive. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why she's being such a jerk about it. More lickies, they mean nothing. You get it. Stop snitching. Now there's this part. Oh, this is important. This is where the song becomes a bio song. Okay. Uh, whereas he was originally fast reggae rhyming the detail of his arrest, here is where he wants us. Here is where he wants us to know who he is. This is Snow presenting his hood credentials, his project CV. Ooh. Okay. This is interesting. Now tell us what's so interesting. All right. So Snow says, "So listen for me. You better listen for me now." Listen for me. You better listen for me now. When a me rock of the microphone, me rock uh, steady on. Okay. Which is very Mario. This is a classic Mario influence on this man. Yeah. Uh, haven't we all been influenced by Mario Mario? He, <laughs> he needs you to know how good he is at this. He's worked for years. You will respect Snow. I feel like we already... Uh, she's talking to herself right now. Yeah. Because she hasn't been respecting Snow. We respect Snow. Absolutely. Have Snow, to. don't come for have us. Uh, I do want to point out, uh, I was doing some research. This song actually came on an album. Take a guess what that album was called. Oh, uh, I, I would like to think that it's called Informer. 12 Inches of Snow. What? Oh! <laughs> See, it took me a while to get it. Yo. <laughs> Fucking thank you. So He's still doing music, by the way. That's dope, dude. He, he seems like... Uh, he loves making music. That, yeah. sh- that just seems like all he wants to do. Good for him. Aw, oh, dude. See, I don't know why anyone ever hated on Snow. I don't know. Yes, a daddy me Snow. Me are the article, Don. But the in and the out, a dance, and they say where you come from. Uh, people dim say you come from Jamaica. <laughs> <laughs> but me born and raised in the ghetto that I want you to know uh, 
right. He, he was born in the PJs. He, he, he was he was born in the six. He needs I you guess. to know. He needs you to know that black folks co-sign. <laughs> he's got the stamp. He's, that was important back in the day. He's got the fucking the fucking check mark. He's he's yes. He's okay. <laughs> okay. okay go, yeah. Let's go. Pure black people, man. That's all I know. Yami shows are tear up, and me toes just to show what. When me born are D1 Toronto, so. Mm. I could have sworn it's simple. He said Winslow, but that's not the case. <laughs> I thought he was a big family matter, dude. Family matters, dude. He only knows pure black people. Pure which, thoroughbreds. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck, Snow? Which makes no sense. His shoes are torn up. Black people have to like him. That's yes. If you're broke down, poor, or fucked up in any way, you have points in the black community for some reason. <laughs> More lickies. Oh, no. Yes. We got to get the lickies. It's all about, I did it all for the licky. Yeah. <laughs> so you can get that licky. And licky up your yeah. All Come right. with a nice young lady. Intelligent, yes. She did gentle and iry. Ooh. Everywhere me go, me ne- never left her at all. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, this is where he talks about how devoted he is to his significant other. This is nice. No. Also, he he referenced her earlier when he got arrested yeah, he and was called. like, I got one hour. I'm calling my baby. <laughs> what up, bitch? Yeah. <laughs> I'm in jail. I licky boom boom down. <laughs> they say I, I stabbed someone i didn't stab no one if you tell someone i stab someone i'll lick you boom, I'll boom, boom, boom down <laughs> and she knows what that means yeah it, it, she, for her it's not veiled at all no it's not a threat it's a promise oh yeah that did not go over her head it's not never mind i'm not gonna say that anyway <laughs> yes sir daddy snow me to rome dance manna rome between a dancing in the in a in a, in a, in a <laughs> no, nation it's, it's a difficult segment in a, in a, a, all right, I, I'm gonna get this right. No, you got it. Roam between a dancing in a in a nation. A. Yes. You never know, say daddy, me snow, me are the boom shakata. Very right. legally distinct from boom shakalaka. Yes, uh, that's that's uh, not a copyrighted term. <laughs> shakata, you can say. S- boom shakata. No, will s- <laughs> snow will tour everywhere. From Toronto to Alberta. I like that he knows he knows his scope. Yeah, he knows his limits. <laughs> to make sure his woman is taken care of. Yes. I actually didn't mean to read this whole thing, but God, I'm so I'm so glad we I'm have. into it now. Why wooey? Why wooey? <laughs> and wooey and wooey. Me sitting around cool with my dibby dibby girl. Police knock on my door. Lick up me pal. No, don't do that. Rub me up. I can't do a ting. His friend is chiming in to tell his side of the story. From the first line, his friend seems to be a Teletubby. If he's saying woo woo. <laughs> yeah. The police lick up his pal, though. Like, that's got to be a lot of paperwork. And it's got to be a lot. Where did, did the lick go? Now, what I think, licky boom boom down, is he's going to kill him. Because to lick someone or to hit a lick... Is to rob them okay, or like boom, you know boom, yeah down licky boom boom down okay so or a lick is like a mark like someone that you're going to rob okay yeah yeah, yeah. or an establishment that you're going to rob so, so do you think, licky boom boom down do you think Snow's a bad person I don't no. want him to be I don't want him to Snow be Snow is a survivor like do you think he's 
Do you think Snow was like murdered someone? Well, yeah. Okay. But that's none of our business. I guess so. I, I can't. Guess, I, I can't speak be. on that. <laughs> until until I get twelve inches of snow, I don't think I can say anything. <laughs> All of a sudden, this is a Vlad interview. <laughs> oh man, I, I can't speak on that. Man, I can't speak on that. There. Uh, the trauma of Snow's arrest cast a wide net is a blow to the to, to the community and to the culture. <laughs> yes. You got this you got, hurt a lot of people. You got Nipsey and you got Snow. <laughs> free snow Tupac somewhere in there someone please give me a free snow shirt oh my god uh pick up my line with my telephone oh, okay this oh, is, yeah, this, okay. is this part yeah we fucking the fucking breakdown of it pick up my line with my telephone ring take me to the station Black, oh, black on my hands, fingerprints. Okay, okay got oh, We had to pause there It was there for gonna a get real weird. Cheer me down because I'm hanging with the snowman. All right. Okay. Maybe uh, he's into cocaine. Maybe yeah. that's his deal. Maybe. Because he's, he's, he's snow, snowman, all the snow imagery. So he was the snowman before Jeezy. Yeah, and, and before Al Snow. Oh, fuck. <laughs> He said it means the the cops will arrest anyone hanging out with snow. This poor man was fingerprinted just for knowing him. Oh no, Ryan, this is gonna get us on the radar it's now. Cast a wide net, dude. Fuck Toronto po- police are gonna track us down. Oh god, no. <laughs> uh d- did I go to you, you you go. Oh, okay. What I'm gonna do, I'm backed and I'm trapped. Slapped me in the face and took all of my gap. All of his gap? Oh, That's no. expensive. Especially okay. back then. Okay. Gap was cool. Now, I th- I don't know if that's I don't know if that's the gap that he's talking. I feel like it's his asshole. That's what I feel like it is. They took all of his a- they took all the contents of his asshole. They f- they fucked him, Ryan. I th- no. I, do- I don't think this is a good story. Oh no, they want to turn Snow's black friend against him. They resorted to police brutality in order to get him to flip on his dear buddy. Daddy Snow. Daddy Snow. But they have no clues and they want to get warmer. But Sean won't turn informer. Okay. Roll credits. Okay. Yeah. His buddy, his buddy is not gonna 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 turn on him. We also get a name drop. His name's Sean. Yeah. Shan S H N. And we might not know who the informer is, but it was definitely probably more than likely not Sean. Interesting. Interesting. Now, and then the last lookies, and then some code language on woe e and woe and woe e. That's code for Sean did that shit. The twist at the oh, end. Oh my god. The twist. Produced by M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah, that- <laughs> DJ Shyamalan. <laughs> this tweet thread was written by M. N. Shyamalan. So, I got. Do you, I feel like Snow's friend in this. Sean? Sean. Yes. I don't feel like that's his real name. Well, he references MC Shan up here uh, near the beginning. Yeah, and that I, is a real person. I don't, I see. I don't think it is. I think that Snow's friend in this scenario is actually not him, but it's, but it's Aubrey. Oh, you mean a young Drake. A young Drake. Hanging out in the six. Infant toddler Drake. <laughs> ba- baby Drake. Little little baby Drake. Snitched on. Ooh. Yeah. That's a scoop right there. Because he knew Snow was coming for that Toronto rap spot. Oh, no. And, well, well, little baby Drake couldn't have that. 
Uh, he knew that this was his spot in the future. He didn't want any legends before him. No, no. Why do you think there's ever been a Snow Drake comp? Like you know, real talk, I don't know. Yeah, actually, honestly, Drake Snow, what well, it's right there. Hit each other up, please. You. What else does Toronto have? Drake, since you're listening to this, hey. t- take this advice from us. Hey, Drake, I know that Millie Bobby Brown is a fan of us, so you're probably yes. listening to get a gauge on her interest. Um, do do the Snow collab. Yeah, come on. The world needs it. Come on. D- Daddy Snow. Yes. Daddy. L- Licky Boom Boom Down. I, I, I won't be satisfied until 12 inches of snow do right and kill everything. <laughs> do do right and kill everything. That's what Drake stands for, dude. <laughs> I heard. <laughs> oh God. Uh, well, the, well. In the case of a uh, of of snow in general. Okay. Uh, are you gonna Are you gonna uh, go back and, and revisit Twelve Inches of Snow? I feel like I feel like the snitch was Rico Suave. Uh, mm. and mm. I'm definitely, I'm, I'm definitely gonna, I'm definitely gonna take in 12 inches of snow tonight. Okay. Whenever I'm at home later by myself, you know, pro- probably editing this down. Um, I'm going to want 12 inches of snow. <laughs> <laughs> That's none of my business. I'm going to, ooh, just all of it. All the inches. Which don't they use the fucking metric system up there? Whoa, you're right. Why does he measure things in inches? He was probably looking for that American market. <laughs> I guess. Probably, yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess. I don't even know what the inches equivalent is. Well, if he. Look, if he had said. It wouldn't have hit the same because he says 12 inches of snow, which yeah. is like the size of a record. Yeah. And if he had converted it to the metric, it wouldn't be 12. Okay. Or he could really say whatever number he wanted. But twelve. Uh, well, twelve is part of the the cleverness of it all because, like you said, twelve inch record. But twelve meters of snow is a lot of fucking that's snow. A like, that's a bunch of snow. Yeah, that's a deadly amount of snow. That, that's a first down of snow. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a first down's worth. That's enough. That's enough snow that God gets to go again and make more <laughs> snow. Oh, he gets a new set of downs. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, this is. This has been Twitter sitters. This has been Twitter. This has been us. The bulls are empty. Uh, we're, uh, you know, we're we're trying to get back in the swing. Of, was it season five now? It's 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 something. It's something. Um, I'm gonna. I've been doing the coding thing. I'm gonna keep doing the coding thing, and I feel like we might have some surprises coming for oh, okay. uh, the Avent Children series. Ooh, um, that'll be fun. Um, we got a. Some things that we're, that we're going to be getting back on. This has been, uh, if you're listening to this at some point, this has been really nice. I, oh, yes. I, I appreciate you being here. I know that at some points, uh, Ryan and myself, or pati- particularly volatile individuals, I, w- I would feel like. Yeah, well, things happen in our lives and uh, it derails us creatively. Uh, I can only speak to, for myself in, in that, I guess, but like. I'll be on a roll and then one thing will happen and just completely derail yeah. my creativity and I have to take breaks from things. Yeah. And I think you can relate to that, yeah. Bill. Yeah. I think everyone can relate to it, probably. Um, I just appreciate them uh, being here and uh, us for having this avenue. 
for, oh, yes. for, for these things. People been asking for it. We we got to give it to them. Yeah, we people people been uh, keeping their ear to the streets. Yeah, twelve inches of sitters. Right. Yes. <laughs> Please leave us a five star review. Yeah. Please do that. Please do something. We might read it on the show. You know, uh, mail us um, mail us some candy. Yeah, mail us something. Yeah, let me get a Mr. Goodbar. Mail us some some Red Bulls. You're probably out driving around listening to this. Pick me up, Mr. Goodbar. Yeah, if you could just stop at the side real quick. Yeah, just pick me up a Red Bull. Like, um, if they got if they got the flaming hot funyuns. That would be good. If they got the Migos flavor of wrap snacks, <laughs> I would love that. Maybe some uh, little Romeo. Oh, yeah. Those are always good. Yeah, the spicy barbecue, those whatever they call good. it. And, and, and also, um, I have a meaning to get to the library. Can you get me Blood Meridian? Please. By Cormac He's McCarthy. He, he really needs been, that. I've, I've been trying to find it. I just can't make time to go yeah. up there. That's that's the big thing. If you could just like pick that up for me while you're out, um, that would be super rad. If you could do that, yeah that that would be five star review worthy. Yeah, we we would read that the the back of the packaging on the show for you. Uh, uh, where where can we be followed? Uh, we can be followed at uh, Twitter sitters threes for ease. Threes on for ease, um, dude. Three threes for ooh. ooh, ooh I ooh, feel ooh, so good ooh. to do it again. Um, threes for ease. I made the uh, NPCPU. Yes, you can uh, follow that account. Uh, NPCPU underscore R. Uh, for that, if, you, if, if you're playing D&D and you just need NPCs on the fly, it's there. Um, as, as I've got to fine-tune it a little bit. but it It's a resource. It is a resource. Um, I don't know if we read this review or not. If okay. not, then, then we'll just read it again. B-Belt 13 All right. gave us five stars. Headline, awesome. Body. All right. <laughs> I created a Twitter account just because of this podcast. Ooh. I love how looking at weird Twitter accounts turns into just two dudes chatting, and it's hilarious. We are two dudes. Thank you, B Bill. There's some dudes being dudes. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad you're here for the. Ride. It's like you're in here with us, but you're but you're muted. You, and yeah, you can't talk. I'd like it if you didn't say anything. Yeah, you should. You shouldn't like. Yeah. You, you can come to the show, but yeah, please don't touch that. That's this important. is their show. This yeah. is their show to validate their ego. Yes, what you've done is you've, uh, uh, what did they say? You've disrupted their creativity because they're babies. They only feel good whenever you leave them five-star reviews because it makes it seem like a validation of their time and effort. You see, B-Belt, they want to seem important. (laughs) They are narcissists. They said that they didn't want money, but truth be told... They want money. They feed on money and attention. <laughs> you see, B-Belt. It's only a matter of time that they turn on you as well, like they turn on Shane Morris. They're what's friend? <laughs> All right, so friend is a strong word. I'm not trying to... Uh, trying to put myself in league with a dude that's like on the run from MS fucking 13. You co-signed his content, Ryan. Why did you invent him as a person before putting him in front of you? Why have you invented me <laughs> if you are to fear me so much? Oh, <laughs> uh, by the way, I'm Ryan D. Adams. You can follow me yeah. at, uh, Ron Truth, at Ron Truth Mexico on Instagram and uh, Twitter. I'm a, I am on Facebook now, Ryan D. Adams. I have a show coming up at the Western Watering Hole mm. on August 6th at 830. That is on Old Shell Road in Mobile, Alabama. 
uh, other funny comedians are on the card who I cannot remember right now, but I'm on it, and that's what you care about right now. Uh, I can find for you exactly who's on it because I made the flyer. Oh, Bill that made the flyer. Yeah, I made I made the goddamn flyer. This show is free. Don't tread on me. Ooh, this show, that's the name of the show, by the way. This show is free. Yeah, I thought that the, the don't tread on me joke was, was, was funny. I don't know yeah. if anyone got it. Um, Toya Free. She's great. I love yes, Toya Free. Hilarious. Chris Singleton. I uh, honestly don't know the guy. He's funny. He's funny. Okay. Yeah. Jade Green. I, I love Jade. Jade's great. Ryan Adams. I uh, never heard of him. Who's that? Nah, I um, don't. Thomas Finley. All right. Up and comer. T Dog. Yes. Truett Beasley the third unique show off the wall too loose too legend fucking amazing yes. legend he'll change your fucking life too real I don't actually know that never guy. heard of him I don't know that guy I feel and like the, the good. too loose and too real next to it, it kind of shadows it, on it fucked me up whenever yeah. I was making the flyer uh, cheetah shine cheetah legend punk rock been out here genius God <laughs> mastodon your dad Vader licky boom boom down. Uh, cheetah, Daddy Cheetah. <laughs> Daddy Cheetah. Please call him Daddy Cheetah. Okay. Hey, Daddy Cheetah. Oh, no. Uh, uh, when you say it like that. Uh, no, Daddy Cheetah. Well, was that the whole card? Uh, uh, plus, pl- plus Compton and Carson. Oh, and the bucket spots. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bucket Two spit. bucket spots. Bucket spots as seen in such hit places like Atlanta, yes. Las Vegas, Los Angeles. Coming up in the world, New we York. Are. It's Bucket Spot. Get yes. there to see Bucket Spot. If you're, yes. You never know what you're going to get. Been on TV all around the world, Bucket <laughs> Spot. If you're a comedian, you want to come see Bucket Spot, you can do yeah. that. If you're a comedian, you know Bucket Spot. Oh, yeah. You, you should know Bucket Spot. You know. So, yeah, that's been us. Yeah. Uh, we can put music over yeah, all of that be, shit. All that. Can have music over it. Doing music. I'm not sure when the music starts. I think it might start around now. Uh, in farmer, you know, so that I'm a stormy, I go blam. I like you, bum, bum, damn. Take the man that says, you know, I'm a stormy, stab somebody out of land.